0: Take the time to call Transformations Treatment Center for the answers, 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Or go online to transformationstreatment.center. Calling us from Tucson, Arizona area, Patricia Kramer on the phone. Patricia is a United States Customs agent. She'll explain more about that. And also, she is the president of the... Arizona chapter of the National Treasury Employee Union. That sounds long and complicated. (laughs) But you got it right. What exactly is the Arizona chapter of the National Treasury Employee Union?
1: National union that represents different government agencies. U.S. Customs being one of them. You know, I know a lot of people confuse us with Border Patrol, and we are the officers that when you travel foreign, um, you know, you're the, we're the first people you see. And, um, you know, we're at the ports of entry uh, deciding what is admissible or inadmissible into our country and also trying to, you know, protect our country from any sort of enemy which could come in different forms.
0: One of them right now is very, very timely is the COVID-19 coronavirus, whatever whatever people want to call it. A lot of times, and I, even though I'm from a law enforcement background, city police, I really don't have a good concept of what our borders are like, our ports of entry, and what customs does. But one of the things is protecting us from these type of diseases. It's not just bad guys with guns. It's also disease, isn't it?
1: Of course. yes. any sort of enemy um, to our country, regardless of what Form that is. You know, our, our mission is to, number one, protect the country from terrorists, uh, narcotics, you know, any sort of contraband. And, you know, the uniqueness of U.S. customs is that it's not just drugs and guns and terrorists. Um, you know, we also deal with a lot of trade. So, uh, you know, cartels um, are, are very creative. You know, they have a lot of money and no red tape. So, there is no limit you know um so they get very creative and so um you know they they disguise narcotics shaped as you know fruit you know bananas they they try to do it through religious artifacts i mean i could sit on and tell you all the different ways you know um at at, you know at the airport facilities at the seaport facilities we see a lot of trademark violations So even that, we're protecting the country because obviously that affects our economy. We also have agriculture, agriculture specialists that work beside us. And they're the ones fighting against agricultural devastation to the United States by inspecting all these plants and fruits coming in that, you know, a lot of people don't realize could cause a lot of devastation to our crop if we allow something in that is you know a bug or some sort of of infection that these fruits and plants have they're the ones that are there to help us in that part of it so it's all these different facets that you know we're protecting the United States we also deal with a lot of legitimate travel um you know we're not everybody that comes through the ports of entry doesn't necessarily mean they're illegal actually most people we deal with are coming in legally border patrol uh, patrols in between the ports of entry while we work at the ports of entry securing the country but yes Jay right now you know um, the biggest enemy is 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 actually scarier because it's invisible yeah you know where we could see everything else this one is invisible and it's worrisome
0: the narcotics, the the guns, the drugs, the terrorists—that's got like a sexy feel to it. That's—I remember—I was detailed to DEA, and I, I had to fly down to Miami to locate our source for this drug organization. And mm-hmm. I was driving by the Intercoastal, and it's the first time I saw a customs high-speed boat. You know, we didn't have yeah. that in in the areas where I worked in Baltimore. And I thought, man, they got this great equipment. They do sexy, and it's like. Don Johnson and Miami Vice yes. is the first thing that flashed through my head. But so much of what you do is battling these unseen threats that really, right now, our entire nation seems to be in the grips of fear, financial, health-wise, that we can't defend against.
1: Yes. Yes. And it it is very, it's, it's very uh, frustrating, Jay. Um, and to be honest with you... The officers at the ports of entry and the agriculture specialists, you know, we all took a note. And trust me, even during this virus, everyone is showing up to work and doing their job. Um, And, you know, the agency provides us with gloves and masks. You know, I know that certain ports across the southern border are running short. But the frustrating part is that I can tell you that, you know, as far as the president... um, regardless of whatever party you know your political view is, if you work in the border security world, there's no way you can disagree with what the president is saying as far as border security and this border crisis. He is spot on on that, Jay. He is spot on on it.
0: And unfortunately, most of America gets their, their information secondhand through some news or media outlet. And, and always I say Hollywood to make it short so everybody to understand. It's all influenced by Hollywood. So people's perception, I think, is clouded by that. For example, yes. movies, television. When I said I saw that high-speed customs boat, the first thing that went through my mind was images of Miami Vice. And that's part of what I think of when I think of customs and the whole doing battle against narco narco terrorists drugs guns mm-hmm. and the uh, political terrorists that's what i think of i don't think of fruits and vegetables and plants and bugs and viruses right. but that's all part of the deal that we have to y- you guys have to to do battle with every day
1: yes and people like on the agriculture side they don't realize how important it is um to, to be vigilant on agriculture because, you know, we don't think of agriculture much, but, you know, if, if we were allowing, you know, fruits and vegetables and plants to come in and it, I could tell you that we wouldn't have the crops. Uh, or the agriculture that the U.S. has right now without and these agriculture specialists. That,
0: that in itself is frightening. Just do a Google search and look up the Irish potato famine and see what the results of that were. Granted, it was a long time ago, but these are the people that offend us from those sort of things. This is Law Enforcement Today's show. Of all the radio stations in the United States, there's only one show like ours, the Law Enforcement Today radio show. And on Facebook, there's only one official page Do a search on Facebook for Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. That's Law Enforcement Today Radio Show on Facebook. When you get there, click like and follow. If you want to be a guest on a Law Enforcement Today show, just go to our website and contact me through there. Our website is letradioshow.com. That's letradioshow.com. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
2: Epidemic, America's public health crisis. These are all terms that describe the current problem of drug and alcohol abuse in the United States. Countless lives are lost, and heartbroken families are too many to count. Transformations Treatment Center is dedicated to saving lives. Call 888 991 9725. And online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has many acclaimed treatment programs offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems transformations treatment center call 888-991-9725 that's 888-991-9725 and online at transformationstreatment.center
0: there's only one official facebook page what you do you do a search on facebook for Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. That is our Facebook page, Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. Be sure to click like and follow. We'll see you there. Back to our conversation with Patricia Kramer on the Law Enforcement Today Show. Patricia, by the way, and I know I'm going to get this wrong sooner or later, you are a U.S. Customs Officer, correct? Correct. Oh, thank goodness. And you are President of the Arizona Chapter of the National Treasury Employee Union. And that's it, basically a union that takes care of customs officers, or is it customs and CBP?
1: It's customs and CBP. I mean, I say customs um, because people understand our position more when you say U.S. customs. You know, now they refer to us as CBP um, officers, but, you know, to me, I've we all refer to the, to the old name because, I feel that everyone, the whole world, is used to customs. When you say I'm a customs officer, they understand more what we do than saying CVP.
0: Gotcha. Now, I have, my daughters live in Buffalo, New York, and um, Mm -hmm. when I was married to their mom, uh, we go to Buffalo, her hometown a lot, and visit, and every now and then we go to Canada. And I remember Mm -hmm. the first time I go to Canada, and I came back, and I'm, I'm a Baltimore police this time, and they're saying, now, when they ask you what you have to declare, just tell them nothing and it was nerve-wracking Patricia it was like I I didn't know how to what am I supposed to do I'm just trying to get back home and it it was but it's not a big deal I traveled to Ireland on vacation and they have customs Mm -hmm. people they ask you certain questions and it Mm -hmm. was not a big deal and same thing coming back and that's what I think of customs then I have the whole Miami Vice thing in my mind about what customs Mm -hmm. does. But Mm -hmm. we see so much in the news the politicization of what's happening at our southern border uh, Mm -hmm. with immigration. And just from what my limited knowledge is, from speaking with Art Del Cueto and some other people is that the Mexican drug cartels pretty much control the influx of everything that tries to come across the border, southern border, illegally, including people.
2: Yes.
1: Absolutely. This this not an opinion. This is a fact. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm Mexican-American. I'm first generation. I lived in Mexico for five years in Mexico City growing up. And it's, it's a known fact that the cartel runs the show. You know, we're dealing with a very corrupt government and um, the cartel runs the show. So the cartel, you know, one thing I'll give them is that they're very good at smuggling. Not just through the ports of entry. I mean, if I, I could sit here all day and describe to you the different types of deep concealments that they use to smuggle um, narcotics. And, you know, it's at the point where we, we actually hardly see weed anymore. You, we're talking about hard narcotics. You know, fentanyl is a big one right now um, that the ports of entry are catching. And they're very good at what they do. That's why we have to have layers of enforcement. You know, we have the ports of entry. And then, we know, at the southern border, we have checkpoints, you know, to we're humans, you know, and we deal with a lot of people and a lot of traffic. So naturally, we're not going to catch everything. But I can tell you that we're, we're doing a hell of a job, um, not just with narcotics. You know, going south to Mexico, we're catching guns and money. There's just so many different things that customs um, does. To protect our country, that you know people don't realize. I think with this pandemic, what is scary is that we're bordered with a country that we cannot trust. And I'm not talking about the citizens; I'm talking about the government Absolutely. and the cartel.
0: Yeah, but I, I want and people to understand this. It is not the Mexican people that that I have a problem with. It's their system of government.
1: Yes, that is extremely corrupt, Jay. Extremely corrupt and. Mexico, and I tell you this as a Mexican, um, Mexic- the Mexican government doesn't care about its people unless they have money. And I saw it for myself firsthand. So, you know, you can't blame the people trying to come across because they, they, you know, they want to eat and work. But at the same time, you know, we need to put pressure on the government to, to stop, you know, them. They're the ones treating their people inhumanely, not us. That's why they're risking their lives to cross. And I assure you that most of these people, when you talk to them, they don't want to leave their home. Um, They just want to eat. And so, you know, we can't take on the whole world. We can't. We we, we have to have borders. We have to have a law in place, laws in place, you know, to stop illegal immigration because we, we can't take everybody in. But what our government needs to do, and I think that out of all the presidents I've lived through, I think Mr. Trump is probably doing the best job at holding governments accountable. You know, they want to blame us, you know, about how we treat, you know, illegals, which I assure you, Jay, that what you said about the media twisting stuff when they were saying about how we were treating people at detention centers. I've been in 15 years. I've worked at different ports. And I've never once they never once see any of these detainees treated badly we We actually treat them extremely humanely. you know it 's Mexico and the other South American or Latin American countries that are the ones that are inhumane to their people and i 'm glad that the President is vocal about that um, because I feel that other presidents have just allowed. The U.S. to be a doormat to everybody
0: else. In, in and- many ways, I feel that they've been complicit. And uh, I, I, where I work in my day job, we have a regional Mexican radio station and also a Latin hits radio station. And uh, the, the people that work here, a lot are from Mexico, a lot are from Colombia, a lot from Venezuela. And one of the conversations we had is, how is it that uh, that some of these countries? Have continuous. I don't mean one generation. We're talking multiple generations of political tyrants that that just rape, rob, and pillage their people and murder them in mass. hmm And then we have and our politicians that they're like they ignore it.
1: Yes, yes. It's kind of like this virus, right? That you no, know, it's a known fact that it came from China, and China, you know, covered it up. But then we have our own. Congress people, you know, our own citizens blaming the president when it came from China. This is all China's fault. Like, why are we not coming together and, you know, come at China for creating, you know, this whole mess where we've lost so many people and in so many countries, not just our own. But instead, you know, ever since the president has come into office you know these politics have been so disgusting and people like you and ij are in the middle you know i think that there are so many things that they would allow the president to do his job i assure you that if they allowed him to do what he's wanting to do at the border our country would be so much secured. because jay if you it, and and the rest of the country saw what our broken immigration system forces us to allow into the country no matter where you stand politically you would be alarmed
0: we're talking about patricia kramer this is the law enforcement today show we're going to be talking about customs immigration we're going to talk about the coronavirus pandemic what's happening and so much more don't go anywhere we'll be right back Did you know that 32% of Americans listen to at least one podcast a month and 22% listen to podcasts weekly? After episodes of the Law Enforcement Today radio show have aired, they're converted to podcasts. Do a Google search for Law Enforcement Today podcast and be sure to subscribe for free. Hi, this is John J. Wiley, host of the show. One of the questions I get all the time is where can I find new podcasts to check out? You can find podcasts from all genres posted daily on the Podcast Zone Facebook page. From established chart-topping podcasts to new up-and-comer podcasts, you can find them all posted at the Podcast Zone Facebook page. Do a search on Facebook for Podcast Zone. Look for the bright green profile image and be sure to click like and follow. And tell your friends about the Podcast Zone Facebook page. conversation with Patricia Kramer. Patricia is United States Customs Agent, also president of the Arizona chapter of the National Treasury Employee Union. And you're very familiar with what's happening on the southern border in regards to immigration and the checkpoints and all that. And I gotta be honest with you, Patricia Part of me is fascinated by, by what you do, because I've watched some of these television shows that have the customs officers and how they catch people smuggling in drugs and other things, mm-hmm. and then the CB people out there in the field catching you know the, these mules bringing in loads of methamphetamine, fentanyl, yeah, heroin. Yeah, Border
1: Patrol. Yeah, okay.
0: and, and they're doing it with, well, it seems like a lot of equipment, because I go back to the early part of our conversation where they had the, the, the big boats and all that stuff. We have people out there that are working in the worst possible climate, uh, the the elements, dealing with hundreds of thousand of people a day, and trying to find what these people who are very skillful at smuggling and hiding, trying to find and apprehend and stop that from being brought in the country. I don't know how you do that.
1: Oh, Jay, I'm I'm telling you, it it, it is a hard job because you know we we we. Are looking for 20 different things. I mean, not only are we looking for contraband, but we also have to be on, you know, point with the immigration stance. You know, we have people, um, we have imposters, you know, people using fake documents or somebody else's documents. We have people altering their documents to fool us. So we have all these different things that we constantly are trained to look for. And I can tell you, Jay, that We might have, you know, high-tech stuff. Um, We don't have a lot of it, but we we have some things that that help. But I'll tell you, and this goes for the customs officers, uh, agriculture specialists, and the border patrol agents. There is no better source that finds these people, these narcotics, this contraband, than the agents, officers, and specialists themselves. You know, x-rays are great, but they don't always catch everything. And some of these officers and agents and specialists, I mean, it's like they have eyes in the back of their head. I mean, they, my coworkers, my peers are so amazing at what they do on finding narcotics most of the time without any sort of equipment. I mean, they find it just with their eyes, with their you know the their their inspections. And being prior, you know, canine handler, um, the dogs are. I mean, such an amazing tool. You know, the canines have taught us all that it's not just targeting one, um, like one person or or a certain type of person. The canines have taught us that pretty much everyone from your grandmother down can be smuggling.
0: Absolutely. You know, well, babies, you know? babies were so used quite often in Baltimore. Are- they, they put drugs in babies' diapers.
1: Yes. I mean, I've I've had a pat down uh, a 90-some-year-old woman that had heroin strapped to her body. So these cartels have no bounds, and they certainly have no morals. Um, They will do whatever they can to smuggle their narcotics. And you know, the the worrisome uh, issue at the moment at the ports of entry. And I tell you this from you know even my counterparts in Texas and California. Um, Jay, is once again, we, unlike the northern border, are 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 neighboring a country that cannot be trusted. And, you know, with the covid-19, me and some of my my peers have been trying to keep up with social media in Mexico. And we would come across uh, a few articles where doctors are speaking out, saying the government doesn't want us to share the actual number of cases. The government actually came out with an article saying that all these people speaking out, that it's all fake news, it's not true. I don't trust Mexico, and closing the borders or even getting strict on the borders is a very bad for business for the cartels. So they're going to do whatever they can to keep it you know, open and, and going. And the Mexican government does whatever they, they say. And one of their so, tools
0: is paying the government. And government officials right. so they can do business.
1: Exactly, Jay. So the fear here on, on the U.S. Customs side is that we, we're showing up to work, but this invisible enemy, once it hits one of us, then 10 or 15 of us go down. And the agency, and when I say the agency, um, Jay, I'm going to specifically target Acting Commissioner Mark Morgan, the assistant commissioner for the customs side, Mr. Todd Owen, he has been nothing but pro-officer and has done a lot of good for the customs side of the house. And my boss for customs in Arizona is also very pro-officer and all the port directors in Arizona at the ports of entry have tried any way they can to keep the mission going but to protect the officers because we're the front line jay if we go down we're talking about national security here yeah and if you don't think that terrorists and drug cartels are watching us right now like hawks to see where we're weak so they can uh, get in i mean you know we have another thing come there absolutely watching us they don't rest
0: they got all day long that's their job that's what they do you have one job to find a way to get in and uh, for example on the other side prisons the inmate has one job to try to find a way to get out or to to take advantage of the corrections officers so you've got a fleet of people that that's what they do all day long and and probe and probe and probe and look for weaknesses just the financial devastation which could happen and the the disease with this pandemic I never thought this was possible. I mean, now I've had a shift in my mind of thinking, I'm not so much concerned about terrorists and dirty bombs, which I should be. I'm more concerned about people bringing in a virus that we can't stop.
1: Right, and you know what's frustrating for for us, the officers, is that we took a note, Jay, and we're showing up every day to ensure that we protect our country, but when you have acting commissioners like Mr. Mark Morgan, It makes it very hard for us because there's so much more that he can allow the agency to do to protect the front line you know the front line isn't asking for days off to take a vacation we're asking just for more protection Jay that's it and to minimize exposure right now the issue is that we have a lot of reckless US citizens and green card holders That are going back and forth back and forth into mexico for tacos for family gatherings for vet appointments for non-essential travel we understand what essential travel is you know it's the semi drivers bringing on the trade you know the the products that american citizens need Uh, we also have u.s citizens that live in mexico but work in the u.s and so we understand that's important but most of the traffic throughout the day is non-essential you know the agency like the assistant commissioner and i'm going to keep mentioning his name because i feel that he's the one at fault is he'll they'll tell you we can't deny injury to u.s citizens and green card holders that's true jay but during a national emergency we can stop them from exiting the country and right now isn't the time to be going to family gatherings and going to tacos and we all support the president and his stance on putting America first. And we love his stance on the the border situation and, and his concern for that. But I don't feel that the agency, Mr. Mark Morgan, is, you know, telling the president the reality. And I'm sure that if any one of us could have an opportunity with mr trump i think he would be appalled as to what's going on at the ports of entry because he is all about putting america first and we all love that but assistant commissioners like mr mark morgan are not putting america first i mean we have the country in in lockdown people to go
0: back and forth into mexico we're gonna take a short break this law enforcement show don't go anywhere we'll be right back Believe it or not, there was a time when people would try to tape record new songs from the speaker of their AM FM radio. Now there's the Music Radio Today Facebook page. You can get access to new songs that are posted twice a day on the Music Radio Today Facebook page. Plus, they feature music radio stations from all formats across the United States and the world. Do a search on Facebook for Music Radio Today. That's the Music Radio Today Facebook page. Be sure to click like and follow and tell a friend about the Music Radio Today Facebook page. There's only one official Facebook page. What you do, you do a search on Facebook for Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. Click like and follow. There you'll find updates about upcoming episodes of the radio show. You can contact me. We also find unique, one-of-a-kind editorials and news articles. That is our Facebook page, Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. Be sure to click like and follow. As is the Law Enforcement Today Show. We are joined by Patricia Kramer. Patricia is the United States Customs Agent. Also, she is the president of the Arizona Chapter of the National treasury employee union represents U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers and agricultural specialists right now I think it's very very clear that and I'll be honest with you Patricia I'm older than I ever thought I'd be I'm in my early 60s I used to when I was a young man I would be concerned like when I became a police I was like did I know whether I could defend myself against really violent people I didn't know if I could or couldn't turns out I was pretty good at it Uh, It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I can't be beaten, and we all can. But now we've got this pandemic with this coronavirus, and this is something that I can't defend myself from, and I can't protect my wife, my children from, and my neighbors. Mm -hmm. And also, I never thought in my life that there would be shortages of things like toilet paper and paper towels on the shelves. Right. And this is how something that started overseas in another country got into our country through travel, immigration, whatever it might be, and has wreaked havoc on so many people's lives, and your officers are on the front lines trying to combat this, are you guys experiencing a shortage of officers just like most police agencies across the United States are?
1: For the most part, yes. I can tell you that the ports that I represent are experiencing a huge shortage of officers
0: and then you add into that if you have an officer gets exposed to the coronavirus and has to be quarantined, mm-hmm. and then just say every other officer they came in contact with has been exposed and has to be quarantined, you're already short of manpower. What's that do to the deployment levels they have?
1: Uh, I mean, it makes it extremely hard. I mean, it makes it very, very hard because you're you're stretching us very thin. You know. Um, you know, the agency wants us to be able to still facilitate travel to legitimate travelers. But unless the president ordered it, you know, we can't close the borders. And most of the ports of entry are 24 hours. You know, they're, they're running thin. I mean, El Paso, um, as far as officers, customs officers, they have six cases of the COVID. Um, Laredo has six cases. JFK has like 43 cases. Miami has 10. LAX has 10 with one death to a CVP technician. So, I mean, it, it's really scary and difficult, but you know, Jay, I can tell you that more than ever, I am so proud of the people I work next to because they still show up to work. And I just wish that people like the acting commissioner would learn the custom side of the house more and learn the officers and specialists and employees a lot more to see their dedication and help us do more not just to protect ourselves but to protect our country because there's a lot of things that can still be done say to protect you and your family and all of the country from this virus even more again you know we, we can't rely that oh Mexico doesn't have as many cases we don't know how many cases Mexico has they report a number But you should probably double or triple that uh, as far as reality. And I'm afraid that this tidal wave of the COVID is going to hit us on the southern border coming from Mexico. The Chinese, they have business in every country. And I could tell you, when I lived in Mexico City, there was a big Chinese community that had businesses in the city. And they have them all throughout the big cities uh, in Mexico. So Mexico, you know, to say that they're testing people when they come in or they're not accepting flights, I don't trust it, Jay, because money talks in Mexico. And as long as you have money, you know, they'll, they'll turn a blind eye. And, but we're not that. We're not that, that type of, of country. We, we're a good country. And now we have a president that wants to put us first and, and, and we have to start at our borders and we have to protect our front line because I don't know about you, Jay, but I don't want open borders. That scares me so much. And if we don't protect the officers, uh, in order for them to effectively uh, protect our country, we're going to be in a bad situation, Jay. We're going to be in a bad, bad situation. and it, It's it bad will be now, and it could get
0: much, much worse. And I, I, I don't understand, Patricia, why this has become so politicized and so partisan. On one side of the aisle, it's like, Well, anything to do with the border and immigration, if you have any kind of strict ideology about it, you are a racist and you are uh, whatever negative term you want to use. On the other side, it's like just open the door up and let everybody in. Well, right now, we're seeing the effects of what letting everybody in can do because this pandemic has crippled our entire economy and the health of hundreds of thousands of people.
1: Yes, and you know, Jay, I'll be honest with you that The reason I am such a big Trump supporter personally is because of my job. When I heard that Donald Trump was running, I thought, oh, my God, this is I mean, what a joke. I mean, Hillary's going to win for sure. But when he started talking about the border and immigration, I remember I remember thinking to myself, oh, my God, like, I don't know who's talking to him. But obviously, I mean, he's getting facts. He's stating facts. And that's what really changed my mind with Mr. Trump. And and that's why I voted for him. You know, I'm a Mexican-American female. I can tell you that there's people in my family that almost have disowned me um, for my stance. But, you know, I try to educate them that I'm seeing, you know, we're seeing, you know, me and my peers front and center, what is going on at the border. And let me tell you, Jay, we have an extremely broken immigration system, and we've had it since even before I started my career, and I've been in 15 years. Um, And for the first time in, you know, my career, I've seen a president that's actually trying to fix it. You know, the immigration system we have now is to benefit foreigners. And let me tell you, Jay, it's not just Mexicans or you know the, these other people coming from non-American countries. It's the whole world absolutely taking advantage of our broken immigration system One and of the things milking that, our country.
0: That that I, I tell people all the time. My grandparents immigrated from Ireland in ni- like around 1930, and mm-hmm. they were both they both t- just turned 16, and they moved to another country. And when they came here, they were told. And by the way, I'm trying to get dual citizenship to become an Irish citizen also. And one of the things they tell you is, if you can't provide for yourself, don't come. Because we're not you're not going to be a ward of the state. One of the things they were told is, you get no welfare, you get no, no assistance. They had jobs as indentured servants, basically, that was it. And it was not an easy path for them. And they were very, very young. It took a lot of nerve. It takes a lot of courage to... Imagine how bad things must be to, be, to be, live in Central America and then walk 800 miles to try to get a new life in another country. How bad is the government in Mexico and other Central American countries?
1: Oh, it's, it's horrific. It's horrific. I mean, they, they treat these, these poor people like animals. And, you know, Jay, what you were just describing about when your family uh, immigrated, what a lot of people don't know is that a lot of those laws still exist and i'll just give you an example there's a, a a law that that is in existence that's saying that if you become a public charge to the united states as uh, a foreign national that's just here to visit you will be inadmissible to the united states going forward you can't come in anymore if you cost the government a penny in my 15 years i have seen Case after case after case, thousands and thousands of people that are citizens of Mexico, they're just here for visitor uh, reasons, supposedly, but when you search their things in their wallet and you find you know EBT cards, you find Medicaid, Medicare cards, you find all kinds of stuff, and when you bring it to management's attention, what do they do? They allow them to go. That's you know. Crazy. and. It's, it's crazy, um, Jay, that we have veterans and children that are starving in our country, but they have a harder time getting benefits than people doing it illegally that don't pay any taxes in our country. Um Patricia, we're going to have to have, have do, you
0: back. We are out of time. Uh, the, the, the conversations that you can enlighten us about... Uh, we got to have more of, and i have to have you back again in the future. Thanks so much for being a guest on the show. Please. It's very much appreciated. Thank you, Jay. I'd like to thank our guests so much for coming on the Law Enforcement Today show. We've got another great guest on your way next week. Don't miss it. Until then, this is John J. Wiley. See ya.